It's a double boom weekend for the Bruins in UCLA football. Let's take you through the recruiting process, why these guys committed, and why they're important for UCLA football. 23-24, let's get it with Locked On UCLA. You are Locked On UCLA, your daily podcast on the UCLA Bruins. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, everybody. It's Zach Anderson. Yox, I'm your host of Locked On UCLA, diehard Bruins fan and D1 play-by-play broadcaster. Thanks for tuning into this episode. And for Locked On UCLA, it's free wherever you get your podcasts and available on YouTube. Just like, comment, subscribe over there as well. And not going to forget to tell you this episode is brought to you by LinkedIn Jobs. You can hire qualified candidates more efficiently, open those, match those open roles with people with the skills, values, and experience to help achieve your 2023 goals. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash college. Terms and conditions apply. And just like the with LinkedIn jobs, you can find ways to match open roles. Chip Kelly's been doing that through the portal. 15 transfers in for UCLA in the class of 23, which was the latest boom on Saturday over the weekend, they got one Sunday, but we're talking first on Saturday for the class of 23. Got that Ethan Young, boom, 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 double boom weekend. And UCLA got a big one. 6'4", 300-pound defensive lineman, former Oregon Duck, because the Bruins can't get enough of the Ducks this year. Keanu Williams transfers over from Oregon. And he actually had UCLA amongst his finalists initially, but the Bruins get this guy, someone the Bruins needed much more than the Ducks did they have. Mateo going over. They got some defensive line depth. The Bruins in 2022 had no depth on their interior defensive line. It was nice to see the Murphy twins, Leatu Latu, but it's just Jay Tuia who kind of had to deal with some things on the interior defensive line. So getting Keanu Williams, who only played 10 games for the Ducks, 15 snaps in his freshman year, over 100 snaps, couple of tackles, pass breakup, couple of hurries in six games over the most recent season. He will, he should hopefully factor in as a guy with still three more years of eligibility coming in as a redshirt sophomore, a big boy on the line should help UCLA fill in with the role nicely. Recently had to decide between UCLA and Ole Miss between his final two. So nice to see the Bruins beat out an SEC school course starting the West coast eh, for a Clovis kid and eh, nice to get him and bring him over for UCLA. So He's going to be able to get in, enroll in spring ball because he's going to enroll in the spring quarter. And for UCLA, it looks like dating back to his high school days, getting someone who is compared to as Lawrence Guy from the New England Patriots. Never visited UCLA before his later visits. And it makes you wonder, during those COVID years when Chip Kelly had to recruit, had that weird 18-19 year, and then you think in years three and four he was going to blossom. Remember, a lot of California was having different COVID rules and even what Jim Harbaugh is getting dinged for COVID recruiting rules after the most recent season, not too long ago for Michigan, I believe. So for Chip Kelly, one wonders maybe why we're not seeing as much growth as all Bruins fans have wanted from years three and four heading into year five. You wonder how much of it is attributed to COVID for UCLA and having these guys not come visit campus or not being able to get as many official or unofficial visits and wondering, hey, why couldn't UCLA get these guys around the first time? Or is it the wins came, and then the Bruins proved, hey, 21, 22, they can compete. 
And then, of course, everything starts with Dante Moore, and then it starts becoming a much more part of an attraction, right? And then Chip Kelly starts to build in the portal. Well, that's a reason why now they got Keanu Williams. Even without a defensive defensive line coach, he had a relationship with a former, with a UCLA now linebackers coach. He was a former coach at Washington when Washington tried to recruit Keanu Williams. Remember, I've talked to college coaches before as a D1 play-by-play broadcaster. And one of the biggest things someone said to me going out recruiting, a college coach I talked to fairly recently, it's all about relationships. It's about building relationships. And we didn't think Chip Kelly could do that, at least now with the high school kids coming out recently. But getting his coach out there, coaches out there, especially this last week, they were going out hammering the high schools, trying to get class of 24 and beyond kids interested in UCLA saying, hey, this is a destination. Cody Whitfield came in and already dropped an offer pretty much in the first day. He was a UCLA DB's coach officially, the most recent secondary hire for the Bruins. So without a defensive lines coach, the Bruins went out. Williams was a top target. They knew they needed some interior defensive line help. And to pair with what they've got up front, maybe the Bruins can have a strong defensive line, one that can be fairly competitive in 2023 for a roster that we didn't think would be all too competitive with all the veterans, all the seniors, COVID seniors, fifth, sixth, whatever senior year they were. The COVID years extend a lot of UCLA careers, and the portal can help make the Bruins fill those roles maybe even better than they did in 2022. And the Bruins could very well be interesting defensively. This is their fourth defensive transfer. You remember you have Femi Oladejo coming from Cal, filling up the linebacking role. You have Jordan Anderson, the safety they got earlier from Bowling Green. And then you have Jake Heimlicher, the grad transfer, another defensive line product coming over as an FCS to FBS transfer. He was the first of the transfer portal gets coming as a grad transfer from Penn. So the Bruins slowly building guys from the portal. And I know I think Cody Whitfield threw an offer out there in terms of someone to the secondary. I believe it might have been Juco kid. So for the Bruins, they're kind of picking their pieces in the portal and slowly making this roster fairly intriguing defensively. We already know what the offense looks like. I've already made an episode about how intriguing the offense is. So it makes you wonder, can this defense slowly be built to something fairly competitive with the, what they have come back with what John John Bonds you have a Jalen Davies in the secondary or maybe Anderson can kind of man everything as, as a safety in the back can they go steal a late cornerback that's out there in the class of 23 are those all possibilities to round out what is turning into a nice class of 23 those are all questions that we have to wait until recruiting is said done and over and everything is officially signed sealed and delivered but again Keanu Williams 64 defensive lineman Forced defensive transfer, 15th transfer since the end of the regular season. Chip Kelly is still going out there and hitting the portal hard. So, again, makes you wonder how much did COVID affect Chip Kelly's recruiting the last couple of years? And how much did, well, nobody wants to give DTR credit. In some minds, he fell a little bit short, kind of being the vocal leader for a team that was transitioning from, you know, a couple wins, Chip Kelly going from what it was in 18 to now. Maybe this is where the program always was going to build in a slow burn or maybe it just took some time doing the recent pandemic whatever it is ucla has now built themselves into a true portal destination and now they're starting to get some defense which all you guys were requesting <laughs> all in the comments on social media they've got some defense and now they're going to go get 
and as they have been, starting to beef up on the offensive line to prepare for the Big Ten. And before we get to that, we're going to tell you more about FanDuel. FanDuel, well, the only app you need at your Super Bowl, Super Bowl party is FanDuel, America's number one sports book. We're really excited about our new sports betting partner for Locked On because they're the number one sports book in America. If you're new to FanDuel, it's even better. So many great features that make betting on sports fun and easy. Download the FanDuel now so you can bet on Super Bowl 57 with a no-sweat first bet. What is that? You'll get up to $3,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. FanDuel lets you bet on everything from the money line to point spreads to who will score a touchdown. The app is safe, secure, super easy to use. Best of all, you can get paid for your winnings instantly. So join FanDuel today at FanDuel.com slash locked on to claim your no sweat first bet on Super Bowl 57. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on college. Make every moment more with FanDuel, the official sportsbook partner of the NFL and of us here at Locked On. Cruising on over to segment two of Locked On UCLA. I said it was a double boom weekend. A later Sunday night get, UCLA got their second recruit of the class of 24, which is interesting considering a couple weeks ago, the Bruins got their first commit. It was defense, 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 Christian Dunbar-Hawkins coming for the Bruins. And now they got one Joshua Glanz, class of 24. Shula Vista Eastlake is where he's from. 6'6", 270 is an offensive lineman, offensive tackle who just took an off just took an unofficial visit over the weekend for the Bruins, and then has been around UCLA, I believe, three visits, even camped with the Bruins when I read, I believe, from Greg Biggins over the evening from 247 24-7 Sports. And the Bruins, oh, the most recent summer, offered this big offensive lineman. So you can see the Bruins have had some blow plug and plagues. You have Spencer Holstage coming in, Kadir Kunta, Caleb Walker. Those are guys coming through the portal, Juco grad transfer, and another one coming for Purdue in the class of 23. Not all those guys will be returning in 2024, which means UCLA says, all right, big 6'6 product who needs to fill out. But it seems like from what Glanz brought, there are seven different Pac-12 teams, from what I counted, who were recruiting him, including Tennessee from the SEC and San Diego State as well. A left tackle, and again, what was UCLA missing this year? A left tackle. They went and got out, got Kadir Kunta. So maybe he's not going to start as this year as a freshman going into the Big Ten. Or the Bruins hitting hard when it goes to Big Ten recruiting. Looks like one defense. Chip Kelly's heard the cries. Know what he needs. If you're going to go compete in the Big Ten, you can score, and that's going to be fun. But you can't let those those crappy teams with bad offenses score on you. You need an elite defense. And I'm not saying Dunbar Hawkins is going to lead that charge initially, but your first commit defense and knowing how those teams in the Big Ten are big, physical, can get to the trenches in those cold weather cities late during the season. You have to be able to be physical up front. You go get a 6'6 kid who said, quote, loved the direction the program was heading, kind of a paraphrase quote there, and saying, all right, this is what UCLA is building. How much of it has started from, one, these last two seasons, slowly winning, the move to the Big Ten, not even shying away is a SoCal kid saying, hey, he's not afraid to go play in the Big Ten. He felt UCLA was his home with his academics, the location. Nothing said about moving to the Big Ten, and the Bruins needed a big lineman. They go get it. Their second commit of 2024. So even the local kids, just a couple hours saying, all right, 
We love to play home, fairly close to home. Even those road games doesn't seem like it's going to phase one Joshua Glantz or any of these 2024 recruits with Dunbar Hawkins and Glantz. In terms of the write-up for Glantz, it's listed as he's a comfortable left tackle. He can he's comfortable pulling. He can get to the second level with ease. And he's got a big wide body and has been described as nasty, the right level of nasty as it takes to be an offensive lineman, as it will take to be an offensive lineman in the Big Ten. So the Bruins getting one Keanu Williams should be some sort of immediate help or at least building on the depth for 23. And then they're starting to build physically for the Big Ten, getting those bigger bodies. And yes, Glads will have to fill out 6'6", 270, but he's just a junior in high school. We'll have the next year at East Lake as well in the late season or to build as he goes into his senior year and then graduates to become a Bruin in 2024. But UCLA building physically and nice to get a couple of recruits after what seemed like a slow week for Chip Kelly, right? All right, football, basketball had a slow week on the men's side. The women's side was utterly heartbreaking over the weekend, but football got some recruits, got us excited. 15 transfer for 2023. And the Bruins are slowly dishing out some scholarship and getting some commits already for some hard early commits in the class of 24. Nice to see Chip Kelly doing that, getting guys locally, even though they're moving to the Big Ten, does not seem to phase them. Instead, it's turning UCLA into a destination, which is exactly what Martin Germond and UCLA, at least athletically, kind of thought of. Hey, this is what we want with the NIL Big Ten. Get some guys, bring them in. And not be afraid, not let the California kids be afraid to go play in the Big Ten. That's what it's looking like so far. In the meantime, let's wrap up Locked On UCLA today as we transition into this third segment of Locked On UCLA. More football recruiting, yes, we'll get to some basketball stuff. But we'll let everything marinate as the Bruins build for another interesting week against the Washington schools and the UCLA women coming off two heartbreaking losses on the road to Colorado and Utah in the final seconds of overtime or in the final seconds of regulation, I should say, against Utah, too. We'll talk about them coming up in later podcasts. But maybe one late ad. Could UCLA, is there a world where UCLA could steal a late four-star corner, class of 23, Roderick Pleasant? I've talked about him. He's got five, a final five, and he's going to decide on February 1st between UCLA, Oregon, Cal, and Boston College. So pretty much four West Coast teams and then the complete opposite coast for Boston College. For a kid that's from Gardena, Sarah, who runs a flat 10.14, 10 seconds in the 100-meter dash, just 20 and a half seconds, a little under that in the 200, and was a California State champ, elite speed, 5'10 corner. UCLA with that new DB's coach, Cody Whitfield, coming over from Sac State, second stint at UCLA after graduating from Stanford, where he made a ridiculous catch against the Bruins. So can Cody Whitfield and the Bruins defensively can they go convince Pleasant to not go and sign something with USC or go and play with Oregon? Are they going to have to play this game where Pleasant, with his speed, does he go and maybe did not play at those teams and UCLA plucks him two years later? Or is there some way, like UCLA's been able to do, we need some important secondary help? And as Chip Kelly loves, guys with speed dating back to his Oregon days. We didn't expect Kaz Allen, to, we maybe expect a little more out of Kaz Allen's career, but he still had some big games as a UCLA player. You can pick out any one of Oregon, those Oregon running backs back in the day. And I know Roderick Pleasant isn't a running back, but a lot of those key Oregon teams had some speed. So is there a world where it looks like the crystal ball predictions are all showing 
Pleasant going to USC, and then a high secondary chance of him going to Oregon. Is there a world where UCLA, in an offseason somewhat full of some big-time surprises starting in December with Dante Amore, even before the bowl game disappointment, that's kind of turned around this class of 23 and gotten the ball rolling that's way back to the other Roderick Robinson the second. They don't even spell their names the same, but one Roderick leaving, could they steal another Roderick from under the noses of someone else in their own backyard? Where Sarah kids, despite being coached by Scott Altenberg and who's a UCLA grad and all his kids seemingly always go to USC, is there any chance Bill McGovern, Cody Whitfield can be like, hey, I know you're getting all these calls, maybe some fat NIL deals from those two schools, but you really will have a home here at UCLA. Speed. Chip Kelly loves that. Could maybe be a big returner if that all changes. Or maybe be another weapon offensively. But it looks like he's leaning towards SC in Oregon with these initial crystal ball projections. But that would be a nice guy to get. A nice guy defensively that could add to some depth in the secondary. I know I love J- Jalen Davies. You got Jordan Anderson, who I've already mentioned, as the transfer coming over from Bowling Green. But just building depth. And a lot of the problems, especially in the secondary for UCLA, kind of caused some of these bad losses late in the season when they couldn't stop USC and Caleb Williams, couldn't stop Arizona, couldn't stop Oregon when Bo Nix read option, boom, open pass, touchdown in the October game against the Ducks in 2022. Pleasant, he's deciding in a couple days. It's coming up fairly quickly. And is there any way? I just, I'm not entirely sure. But if they could make one last surprise, there could be a late wish. I guess it's too late for a holiday Christmas list because we're practically in February and well past everything, right? But if they could they pull one surprise? I'm not thinking so, but that would be a nice one to get. They got Keanu Williams. Maybe they're looking Whitfield was with that big, I think the what, Juco transfer DB he offered, probably looking past Pleasant initially. So that makes me think he's going elsewhere. But that would be one fun Last surprise for UCLA to get in an offseason. Kind of full of surprises. Every little hole they've plugged that's been open offensively. Special teams, kicker, punter. they got quarterbacks. Well, we'll go get two of them. We'll go get a highly ranked high school kid. We'll get one of the best transfer quarterbacks over DJ. That was ranked higher than DJ. We'll go get receiver kids. between Receiver kids. We'll go get receivers from... Kyle Ford, J. Michael Sturdivant, guys who they've played. Well, we see you. We'll, we'll pluck you out of the portal. We'll get you. We'll bring you to become a UCLA kid. If you're in the Pac-12, we play you. We'll find you. It just doesn't seem like pleasant as a Sarah's been more of a pipeline for USC, but it'd be a nice one to steal late speed. Can Chip Kelly put on some personality and go get Roger Pleasant? That would be awesome. Not seeming that that's good, but double boom weekend. Keanu Williams, good for some depth this year in the defensive line. Good to see Glance as the Bruins get physical and defensive with their first two hard commits so far for the class of 24. And Pleasant would be a fun last surprise, you know, just kind of analyzing him as he's got UCLA in his top five with his commitment date coming up. Not sure he comes to the Bruins, but so far that would be an interesting one to get. That's going to wrap up Locked On UCLA today as we had a, you know, a little shorter episode, quick, fun, to the point. And we get all locked and loaded. Basketball stuff coming up. Baseball, softball, everything going crazy. The spring and winter will mesh with insanity as we have everything going around. And football news seems to be dropping a plenty. Double boom weekend over and done.
done, go check out Locked On College Basketball. They've got all your needs as a part of the Locked On Podcast Network family with some more college basketball content across the nation. Andy Patton, Isaac Shade, they are two perfect hosts for that show. In the meantime, I'm Zach Anderson, the Oxheimer, signing off for Locked On UCLA. Get your hands up, Bruins fans. Before you get your hands up, put them down. Get your, your mouse, get your cursor, hit that subscribe button for some support. Or type in a comment and say, Zach, you're a loser because you just got weird hair on YouTube. Whatever it is, it's fine. In the meantime, eight clap time, baby. Have a good night. And one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. You see, LA. You see, LA. Fight, fight, fights. Let's go. Go, Bruins. This has been Locked On UCLA. Go, Bruins.